Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin, you're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. Radio on Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. Cordell is with me here in the Dirty Chai studio. Good evening, sir. Good evening to you. Good evening. And here we are on a, on a Sunday. Pretty decent uh, Sunday. Did you do anything fun for Mother's Day? Um. Yeah, my grandpa grilled out for uh, for Mother's Day today, so we had some burgers for dinner. Oh, well, lovely. And uh, some baked beans, because nice. they're delicious as well. Oh, yeah. Yes. We, uh, yeah. 
I had dinner with my mother as well. Went uh, went very well. That's good. It was That's delightful. Good. Yes. Uh, she heard you talking on the radio today <laughs> in honor of, uh, not Mother's Day of all things, but uh, honor in honor of uh, Lost Sock Day. National Memorial Sock Day or something like that. You know, yeah, it's in memorial of your lost socks. Yeah. So today we honor uh, we honor those lost uh, souls. But we do also honor our mothers. Happy Mother's Day to all, especially mine. Yes, yes, and, and mine. <laughs> mothers do come before lost socks, by the way. Yes. Yes, mothers do come uh, before lost socks. So, Cordell. Yes. Uh, we're going to start the the show kind of in a weird place right off the bat, I think, is, is probably the best uh, best way to go about this. And have you given any thought to what happens post-life for you? <laughs> I mean, at, at, at your funeral. I'm not talking about afterlifes and things like that. But uh, do you, have you put any thought into cremation, burials, and any of that? Can't say that I have, no. No, not, not yet? No. A little off in the future, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> well, I almost missed this, and, and maybe you maybe you saw it elsewhere, or maybe this is brand new news for you. I think I might have caught this one. But uh, a well-known Toronto drummer passed away, and at his funeral, they sat his body behind his drum kit, which... Bit of an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. Why... I'd be appalled if I came in and saw that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. If you don't, who, I don't care if you were the god of drumming. <laughs> that you, you don't. Uh, you didn't like that one. That'd be creepy. <laughs> would it not? Like, I mean, I. It would be creepy. I'll give you that. It, it would be extremely creepy. Did you see the picture? No, I haven't yet. They, actually, they had a picture. There's of There's a it. picture of it. Let's see and, if I can uh, if I can pull it up. Yeah, like dude's just standing there uh, for an, if you YouTube oh, yeah, viewers. Oh yeah, yeah, there he is. He's just kind of he's just kind of sitting there with uh, his arms kind of resting down on his legs with uh, the sticks resting on the drum and his eyes are closed. He's just like yeah, it's yeah. like that's just creepy. And they've got him in like a yellow Adidas uh, jumpsuit. Yeah, they just got him looking casual for his. You know, he, to be fair, that's probably what he was wearing, uh, wearing on stage and in his gigs and things. Probably, uh, I still he, thought he, it looks was he, he looks comfortable. He looks comfortable, all things considered. Uh, I wish there was a way I could put it up on the the YouTube stream for for the viewers to see. But uh, you can find the article in the Toronto Sun. It's got it's got the picture there, and you know, when I go, you know what I want to have happen to, to my body. What? Have I ever told you this? What I'd like to have happen. And it's not very legal, but not... <laughs> Never mind, I don't need to say the next sentence. But I'll be, I'll be dead, so you know, it's somebody else's legality problem. I was going to say, it's not your legal problems. That's what you need to do. Right, about. it's my loved one's legal problems. <laughs> do this for me. You love me, right? <laughs> yeah. And what I would love to have them do is, uh, is to take my body um, in a yellow suit... And yellow sports jacket, and 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 lay me on a raft. Put me, put that raft on Lake Superior, and shoot a shoot a flaming arrow onto it. As you're floating away. Yeah, just off <laughs> into the horizon. That, that's the perfect way to dispose of Ryan when the time comes. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the, those that need to know know, but I can't say any of them are thrilled about the idea. <laughs> In fact, I do not have a hundred percent guarantee that that is what is going to happen to my body. Hmm. I've 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 made it known, but 
They either don't believe me or told me that it's out of the question. I'm not going to be the one to shoot a flaming arrow into your body. <laughs> you know what I say? It doesn't have to make it into the body. Just yeah, under the just, raft. Just under the wooden raft that yeah. will eventually burn up, uh, yeah. allowing you to sink to the bottom. And you can douse me in gasoline, too. I won't mind the smell. It's fine. It'll work out. It's not like I'll notice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And if I do He'll care, I won't, yeah, if I do care <laughs> I won't care for long. <laughs> It'll... It, I think that's a Viking funeral. It'll only. It's hurt also a how they. It's also what they did with uh, uh, Bin Laden too. Hmm. I believe not in Lake Superior. Oh no, no, no! I believe that was you somewhere know, in the middle. What's East. really funny about that whole, uh, you know, when it was <laughs> announced on the news that you know the, the U.S. government had taken care of Bin Laden and dropped him in the middle of the ocean, right? Right. You know where I was when I found out that news? Where? I was in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waking up, uh, getting ready to go to a Mickey Mouse breakfast buffet, and there it is. Yeah, dropped in the middle of the ocean. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know, probably 12, so, you know, I didn't really understand it any, think, well, uh, any that, way that well, but... That was, what, 2011, I, I believe, that I that happened? I recall that that sticks in my mind, and it's <laughs> so funny. I was, um, I think it happened in the middle of the night uh, here in the States, mm -hmm. and I think I had the TV on in the middle of the night, and I remember waking up to the news, which was, my dad said that he found out that uh, John Lennon passed away because he woke up in the middle of the night or had the radio on late at night. The same. And uh, they were playing a bunch of Beatles songs, mm -hmm. just a bunch of Beatles songs, and you could... He liked the Beatles, so he's all right with it, but couldn't yeah. figure out why they were playing a bunch of Beatles. And then the announcer came out and said that uh, John Lennon had been shot. Oh, yeah, yeah talking that, that'd be a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would <laughs> that wouldn't happen now, where you turn on the radio and they're doing a right a memorial for somebody, and you have no idea what's going on. Social media would ruin that. Not, yeah, not unless it was like a. I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like they might have done something like that around the cities when Prince died, though, didn't they? I mean, it's not as common now, like you said, but oh, I feel yeah. like if it's certain areas where they're like you had that artist had a big impact on that. Oh area, yeah, I think that they, they would. Will. I think there'd be plenty of radio stations that that uh, that did that still, but you wouldn't turn it on and be surprised by it because of the. Social oh media. Yeah, 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 I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Social no. media is too quick to the punch. Yep. Yeah, nothing is, uh, it's where news breaks, I guess. For better or worse, mm -hmm. uh, everything happens over there. Hey, stick around, but uh, first, uh, before we do anything else, speaking of social media, you should probably follow us if you haven't already. You can find us on Twitter, at AHRadioWI. You go ahead and uh, tweet us a link to any projects you might be working on. We'd love to talk about it, highlight it here on the show. Uh, you can also reach out on Instagram, that's at After Hours Radio WI, and then on uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com slash ahradiowy. It's the page with the blue and red logo. So if you're looking for us there. And then, of course, we're on YouTube, too, live streaming there. A lot of options. A lot of options for you. Oh, my. This is Los Lunas on After Hours Radio from Dirty Chai Radio. It's the page with the... Yesterday, your smile, your style, so fly. 
my, oh my As time stood still I got the urge To steal a kiss And so I did Now I'm embarrassed But just a little bit Oh there must be gold On those lips And honey on those fingertips Can you imagine us too Radio, alternatively entertaining.
After Hours Radio and Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. With me in the Dirty Chai studio, we've got Cordell. Yeah. And, of course, uh, if you're following along live, don't forget to check out the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, maybe check out the show live sometime. It happens every Sunday on DirtyChaiRadio.com from 7 until 11. There's also a YouTube live stream uh, that you can find. And uh, where can you find the, the, the podcast, Cordell? Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Deezer, our favorite, of course. Deezer! Uh, you can shout out your Amazon Alexa as well. Yeah. As far as we know, anyway. Yeah. Uh, nobody's told me that it doesn't work, and I have been told that it did. Hooray! But it was a machine that told me, so I don't know if I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. So, Cordell. Yes? Um, you didn't really have to see as many people in 2020 as you did maybe the rest of your life, right? Thank God. I mean, uh, yeah, of course not. <laughs> um, says here that uh, because, well folks didn't have to go and see people during the pandemic many people it seems are taking fewer showers yeah um, <laughs> really no comment <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if that's a pandemic thing uh at least for some of you <laughs> uh but i wonder you know if that's gonna stick around once things get back to normal too like are we just gonna be more comfortable uh, accustomed to smelly people other habits are going to be sticking around. Hopefully, delivery is one of those. I really hope the, you know, contactless delivery sticks around. That'd be cool. I've mentioned that before, and I'll say it again. <laughs> me me <laughs> but, too. Um, you you know, know what's happened about five times now, Cordell? Oh, no. About five times. Domino's is supposed to be contactless every time. That's just how they roll. I'm probably having the same problem you are. Do tell. They drop the pizza off in the place that I told them to drop the pizza off, and then they call me. And they knock on the door until I come and, ver- and, 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 and acknowledge that they have arrived. It's contactless. They must have had problems with, uh, I don't know, maybe people were getting their pizza stolen or something. Porch pirates do exist. Although, I don't know. Um, you'd have to like be staking out a house or know their pizza delivery routine. That is true. Pretty well. Whereas, like, <clears throat> if you're just stealing Amazon packages, you're walking down the street or whatever. Oh, hey, a package. I'm gonna grab that. Uh, <laughs> right. You gotta time that right for That's... pizza for pizza poaching. See, I guess so. I'm not having the same problem that you're having. I'm having the problem that apparently they're hiring new people that just don't know how to find my front door. Well, you... I'm so annoyed with it because now I have to go out of my apartment, go all the way downstairs and outside onto Main Street here in downtown Rice Lake where I already don't want to be going outside. This is why I ordered right, delivery it? in the first place. Hey, it's a busy metropolitan area down there. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, dudes across the road or something looking for a different door. I'm like, uh, to the left of the furniture store, man. Like, come on. Yeah. There's only one downtown. You know what else has is, is <laughs> happened on more than one occasion? And this isn't really the driver's fault, although maybe it is because they have other clues. Um, <laughs> and some of them get it right. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to speculate as to why they don't. <laughs> But I noticed that uh, you can track the driver. They've got the little map and, and whatnot. Yeah. I list my address correctly because I know my address. Yep. I, I know where I live, and I know how to tell people to get here successfully. And then, you have, it. and then you have that little comment section, right? Yeah. I, I, that's where 
I put to the left of the furniture store, and yeah. they can't get it right. You do the same thing for uh, your situation? Yeah, I say put it on the on the side steps. But you know what happens is uh, they deliver it to the pet store about two blocks down. <laughs> <laughs> but to their credit, I look on the tracker, and it says my address... Is. And it has a pinpoint at the at the pet store. Like all the information is correct except for the picture that you've drawn. Oh, drawn. that's hilarious. Yeah, so like if they're just reading uh, the address, they're going to come to the right place. But if they're looking on on a map, and I don't know what it looks like on their end or what information they're working with. Right. Um, but as so a lot of the time, nobody has issues. They just well, mm. they do have issues. They a well maybe that's Which, why they're contacting me. Because it says to drive it to the pet store, yeah. but the address is not the pet store. Yeah, that so. must be why they've started doing that. Cause oh. Man, that's annoying, though, that, that, that is. your, well, their map thing is not getting your address right. I just assumed that they were maybe using that's a, my, Maybe that's what my problem is, and I just don't know it yet. Yeah, that could be. Check check, uh, check the little mark in your... You have to look. Yeah. Oh, man. That's maybe, annoying. Maybe the... It's 2021, people. Get your maps right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even if you have to print them out like old school. Right. Did you yeah. ever have to do that, Cordell? So, maybe growing up, it, it happened a couple of times. But, like, you weren't when <laughs> I started driving, like, we were into the times of you have uh, navigation on your phone. Sure. Sure. And, uh, man, that was a blessing when I moved to Madison, Wisconsin. Right. I lived there only for, like, seven months, but, uh, man, I had to use navigation for everything. You know what? Uh, <laughs> when I moved to the Twin Cities, uh, I, I was... you had the same deal, huh? I was printing things. Yeah, or, I, yeah, I, I, I suppose. Was, and yeah. I, re- I remember I got lost. I had... I was I was so dumb. I, I took a job in Coon Rapids, but I lived in Egan. And if you know anything about how the Twin Cities are set up... Egan is uh, one of the southern suburbs. Coon Rapids is one it's, of the northern yep. suburbs. And it's, <laughs> it's a, to, to con- contrast, uh, they're very, very different uh, types of towns, too. Hmm. Uh, I worked at a skating rink in Coon Rapids, and on my first night there, someone broke into my car and stole everything. Oh, man. Longboard, guitar. I mean, I had just moved. Oh, <laughs> I had everything. No. Uh, all my CDs. Uh, one of those big mag lights that like cops have. I had one of those. Man, it took that, and I half drank Mountain Dew. What? Yeah. yeah. The Mountain Dew dude was thirsty after moving all that stuff. Huh? I was thirsty after being robbed. I was so <laughs> disappointed because I didn't. Uh, I didn't realize. I mean, I was just kind of in awe that my car has been cleaned and I didn't do anything to do make sure that happened. <laughs> What a lovely person. Can I have the stuff that was inside of it back? And I'm halfway home on this long trek back to Egan, and I realized that the Mountain Dew is, is gone. Like, add insult to injury. I was starting to get over it and, you know, just accept fact that, and okay, I was And you're like, right. you know what, I'm thirsty, and then yeah. it's gone. Yeah. But that, I guess... What uh, a jerk. Yeah, I digress, I suppose, because <laughs> I was talking about printable maps. Um, oh, yeah. I went to Coon Rapids... To, for my first day of work, but I was still living in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and so after my shift at the at the skating rink, so this was that wasn't my first shift at the skating rink that I got robbed. That was my mm-hmm. first shift after actually living there. Gotcha. Um, and I had to drive back to Wisconsin, so I well first I had to go to the college that I was going to for some sort of orientation or something. I don't quite remember. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then from there, went uh, to work and then came back. But I printed out the directions, and apparently I couldn't read them that well in the dark, and I ended up getting lost. Oh, no. And... There's nobody that I could pull up a computer real quick and print off more directions at 1 a.m. Yeah. Because um, it, it's the time it was. So what I ended up doing was uh, I went to a bar. I was underage, so I got looked at. And I was like, I just need directions home. And they tried to tell me, but I, was, <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. And so about a block or two down, I, started, I saw a cop. Mm-hmm. But he had turned and went down the other direction. Didn't well. He probably saw my headlights, but didn't think anything of me. Continued on his patrol, and I was like, "No, you can tell me how to get out of here. Right? Come back." And <laughs> the only thing I could think of to get him to come back was uh, this was a four-way stop intersection. Mm-hmm. So I pulled out into the middle of it and just started going in circles. Uh, and <laughs> of course, he just turned around and slowly drove back. He didn't turn his, his flashing lights on or anything. Um, but when he got close, I then stopped circling and went, pulled over into a, a parking lot. And mm-hmm. he still didn't turn the lights on, just kind of drove up to me. What's uh, what's going on? I said, well, I saw you turn and I needed you to come back. And I figured that was the only way that I could, that, <laughs> that I could get your attention and, and make sure that you came back. <laughs> like, oh, well, you did a good job. <laughs> Explained to him what was going on. And uh, he kind of started to give me directions, but it was getting... Even he was getting exhausted trying to say all these turns and things. Yeah. So he's like, you know what? Just follow me and I'll take you to the overpass and I'll put my blinker on, but I'm not going to turn. You'll turn. I'll go straight. Like, all right, that'll work. And so he led me to the to the freeway I needed. And I made it back about uh, 4 a.m., I believe that was. <laughs> How L- fun. Low fuel light came on in Turtle Lake. Ooh. <laughs> Love him. 
Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. A little bit, a little bit. 
Hours Radio and Dirty Chai Radio. Name's Ryan Quinn. With me, of course, in the Dirty Chai Studio, we've got Cordell. Oh, yeah. So, Cordell, this might uh, hit home or in your territory a little bit for you. All right. Um, kind of. Only because you work uh, in a restaurant. Uh, yes, this is true. Um, not, a, not a fast food restaurant, though. This I have worked in fast food before, though. And this is uh, about fast food and maybe being that you've worked both fast food and uh, uh, a sit-down diner is it a diner uh no i wouldn't say it's i don't a know diner. just like your sit-down re- traditional sit-down restaurant i don't know yeah uh, whatever you call those it's a very wisconsin style sit-down restaurant yeah 
Um, but okay, so maybe you can uh, talk about uh, some differences here. Um, but a family alleges that McDonald's served them feces covered fries. Cannot relate. Can't relate. No, not um, at <laughs> Now that uh, you're done vomiting, uh, anyway, county health inspectors, according to the lawsuit filed by a family, found a distinct lack of hard, uh, hand washing going on at that restaurant. Hmm. That's yeah. gross, especially during a pandemic. In a panini? Yeah. No pandemic. Yeah. Right. Uh, the the moral of the story, though, is I suppose maybe always look at your food before you eat it. Um, yeah, that's and always take the food out of like if you get a delivery bag. Yeah, and look at it before you put it in, in your mouth. Probably a good idea. It's always a good thing to check things before you put them in your mouth. Right. Right. Good advice. I agree. Follow me for more pro tips. Um, but would when you worked in fast food, did you notice any lack of hand washing as compared to working in this more traditional Wisconsin style sit down restaurant? Um Is it a fast food thing? in my experience I would say no. No? But I wasn't I won't name names, but I wasn't working at a McDonalds. <laughs> right. Um, I was working at uh, you know, Another Wisconsin More of style. your, uh, you know, well-known Wisconsin fast food restaurant chain that people adore. Yes. But, uh, no, there was, a, there was a very good amount of uh, hand washing there as well as uh, my current location, which is not fast food. And uh, also glove wearing. It, like in the kitchen and stuff. You oh, know, to yeah. Keep, you know. I always... Uh, when I first got into the food service industry, glove wearing was not really the standard. Yeah. But now uh, I think about that. And well, and I've looked at I've worked at places where it's like optional to a point. Like yeah. obviously, there's certain things like uh, if you're working in um, a place that deals with like raw meat, like obviously then you have to wear gloves. But yeah. like uh, there's certain things where maybe if you wash your hands well in between doing uh, certain tasks and stuff you can get away with not wa- wash or wearing gloves for certain tasks but right. like oh we were just yeah. digging into the lettuce you know and oh yeah like uh yeah i and yeah. Not, not unfortunately that's a for... thing yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's and, and, yeah. and the pickles or not the pickles but mm-hmm. the 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 tomatoes and the onions and everything just ah, I grab it all like an animal right <laughs> uh, we were making tacos um, but then, like, eventually we all, I, I don't believe that there was any sort of, like, big change in management or people telling people to do so, but we all eventually started wearing gloves all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I go into a restaurant and uh, I see people touching my food. I feel comforted when they're wearing gloves. And when they're not, I I don't judge them because I assume that they've washed their hands well. Right. And I, I, I've never found feces on my food. That's good. Right. Uh, so I'm doing okay in that regard. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we wear gloves as often as possible, but again, you right. know, we, we wash our hands. That's what, uh, well, I hope we all <laughs> do in the restaurant industry. Well, in I know industry. me and my coworkers are good for it, so. Hand washing is important, really, in <laughs> of course. All, all industries, but especially when you're dealing with food. Um, hmm. That's that's gross though, unfortunate. 
Yeah, you don't. That's not something you want to find on your fries. Speaking of food, food allergies are a thing. They are peanut allergies in particular, mm-hmm. major issue, uh, especially in like schools and what have you. Yeah, that would that would be a, a tough place. This is kind of interesting, though. Now an international panel is suggesting that banning peanut butter, despite food allergies, is not the answer. It's the wrong way to handle the issue, they say. Banning peanut butter. I agree. It turns out that uh, the better way to go about it, they say, is to allow peanuts, but keep EpiPens handy in case a student has a reaction. So. Yeah, I mean, you can ban it in schools but like they're still gonna have to grow up and become an adult and live in a world with peanut butter that's true like <laughs> that's true and then if you know they I never, love peanut butter I can't imagine being allergic I, I to guess peanuts. maybe I can't speak because I, I don't know I don't I don't have a peanut allergy and I don't necessarily know the severity of a, of it I know it can be life-threatening of course but like yeah well, you know what I mean you're gonna have to you're gonna have to grow up and go through that experience eventually yeah. Why not have it in a controlled environment? I remember there was a teacher that uh, told us we had a snack day or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Seems weird. Especially with that teacher in particular. Um, <laughs> but for whatever reason, we had peanut butter jelly sandwiches in class. Weird. Yeah. And we got this big old lecture about how this knife is for the jelly only. Don't yeah. put it in the peanut butter. Yeah. Um you know, thinking back on it, I ha- for sure had uh, one classmate that I graduated with who had a peanut allergy, and all through the years of school, I can't think of even one single time where he had like a an allergic reaction where he came in contact with it. And well, I, right. Well, the I, thing like, you got to know about peanut butter, Cordell, is though is that <laughs> it jumps out at you when you're not when you're least expecting it. It it, it, mm. it, it takes its gooiness and it forms it, sticky likes. It must be that I just enjoy peanut butter so much that I eat it too quickly that I wouldn't even know. If you're allergic, you'd, well, you'd know. Well, no, but like you know, peanut butter jumping out at you. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I never. I don't even give it the chance. Right, because peanut butter is amazing. I would hate I, to be allergic to it. I love peanut But I just I think that's funny that people would consider that. Because like, I remember sitting at tables uh, near this kid yeah. and eating peanut butter sandwiches. You know, it never became a problem. Well, unless there was a food fight. I mean, that would be a different thing. Yeah, that, <laughs> but that, like, that would I, be a problem. No, I agree. Not Do the you answer. Remember, did you ever watch The Wonder Years? No. Oh, you should watch The Wonder Years. It's a great show. And at one point, little Kevin takes an (laughs) apple and just chucks it into the cafeteria. (laughs) The food fight made me think of that. Fred Savage played Kevin. You know Fred Savage? I don't think so. I mean... What? Cordell? I I don't know what else he was in. So I... A bunch bad, of others so and I'm, others. I'm bad with like uh, you know actors' names and uh, if you know. He was in that one thing with J.D. Salinger. <laughs> and I'll others. Just say no, I do not. Uh, well, you're missing out. Sorry to be a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Up again, Tim Hurst, huh? On After Hours Radio.
Taste out of Sucker Creek since 2011. After Hours Radio. Alternatively entertaining.
After Hours Radio and After Hours Radio. On it, what? On Dirty Chai Radio. Of course. Are you following along? Are you following along? No, that's why you need to. Where are we? I don't know. The Dirty Chai Studio. This is After Hours Radio. Welcome aboard. (laughs) (laughs) We got our things together. Of course. Always have. Yes, and always will, because we are mature, responsible adults. Isn't that right, Cordell? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And we... Also, sympathize greatly with peanut allergies, don't we, Cordell? Of course. Yes. <laughs> uh. Well, here we are. Here we are, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to ask you too many questions about this next topic. All right. But I'm going to throw it out there. And what happens after that, I guess, is... Uh, we'll find out. Yeah. says here, though... That larger noses equal larger penises, according to study. That was posted by the New York Post, so I guess you can make of that what you will. Um, I feel like I've said a lot publicly now. (laughs) We're both looking at our noses. (laughs) I'm hiding behind the microphone stand. Don't look at my face. And know the YouTube stream is down. <laughs> Where's uh, my mask? Interesting. Makes feeling a little exposed. Also, you know what I, I found here, Cordell? What's that? A Florida woman says that she found a cigarette in her Taco Bell taco. Like, uh, like, like a cigarette butt, or like a full cigarette? Um, let me look into that. I believe. Oh wait, I might have seen a picture for this one. I'm, I feel like I'm recalling that it was actually a f- full cigarette, like, rolled up next to her taco. Next to the taco? Or in the taco? Well, like, it was in the taco wrap, but oh. next to the taco in the taco wrap, I'm, I think. I'm so confused. And this article is, of course, loading slowly. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yes. <laughs> but if you wanted to know, it's 76 degrees in Pensacola. Pensacola, huh? That, that'd be Florida. Yeah. <laughs> right, because Florida woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why do, why do we care what the temperature in Pensacola is? But I guess that makes sense, because... Yeah. For Taco Bell's part, they said they take this very seriously. Their franchise that owns, operates this location is looking into the matter and will be reaching out to the customer directly. Hmm. So, seems like they're on top of it. Yeah. The the person, the woman that happened that had this happen to is a non smoker, of course. Um uh, said that well she, of course she you know. Right. If you were a, a smoker with the price of packs these days you'd say thank you. A cigarette and a taco? Don't mind ass- if I do. I would assume so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she the the woman that this happened to said she isn't looking for free food. She just hopes that uh, those working behind the counter are more careful from now on. Hmm. And I think that's a reasonable ask. I also don't think that... Uh, oh, yeah, there it is. I just saw a picture of it. Uh, it's kind of rolled up next to the taco, right? It, look, that, it looked it, a little moist. Uh must have got covered in taco sauce. Taco grease. Uh, or, or, yeah, or grease. You know, it's a funny story about that. Uh, taco grease. <laughs> um, in this situation, I assume maybe somebody had, was about to go on break and had to make one more taco, had a cigarette in their ear, it fell off and got wrapped up in things. Right. I'm hoping this person didn't, like, 
lose their last cigarette out of out of that like, would, from behind their ear. That would have sucked. Be yeah. Yeah, that, ruin the rest of your that, that ruin a mood for, your for shift, a couple your shift people. of taco rolling. Yes, taco <laughs> slanging the terminology, right? Slanging, yeah, Sorry. slanging, slanging tacos. Um, but anyway, so I was in high school, right? And this was before the days of of uh, cell phones being acceptable in in anywhere near a classroom. Um, <laughs> banned, and I think they had to stay in lockers or not be brought at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I had a flip phone LG, it was square and gray, and it had a, no, this one did not have the, the front screen on it, it was just, just there, mm-hmm. uh, and you open it up and the screen was green with black letters, um, and I had that in my pocket, and I just set it on vibrate or whatever when I was in class, so... Mm-hmm. It's not like I had internet or anything on the phone. It didn't really do me any good in, yeah. in class other than to text people. Just like people. your classic flip phone or something? Yeah, and I didn't even have texting. It cost 10 cents a text. Sheesh. Uh, incoming and outgoing. Uh, so it was just in there. But also in my pocket that day was uh, a taco. I had a taco in my pocket. Because I, I had gone and gotten tacos on, on lunch, but hadn't uh, allowed for enough time to eat the tacos. Uh, uh, so I had, I think it was two tacos in my left pocket. And also in that left pocket was my cell phone. And middle of my science class, um, I believe it was chemistry, I start hearing some random beep. And like the whole class is hearing it. And everybody's kind of, I think we may have been taking a test. That's why it was super quiet. Oh, no. And everybody's just kind of... Looking around, trying to figure out where it's coming from. And then the teacher asks just kind of generally to the class, what is that? Uh And the person behind me took one for the team said, oh, it's my calculator. (sighs) Whoa! I gave him one of the tacos. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy came in clutch. He did. He you, did. You owed him one of those tacos, and he's lucky you had an extra one. <laughs> right, right. I would have had to give him the only one. What a G. Yeah. And if I if memory serves correctly, he did indeed take my pocket taco. And what a G. Yes. So Respect. But this was also the same guy. Like, we didn't hang out on a regular basis at all, mm-hmm. but... Um, Whenever we hung out, I think we had a good time mutually. And the taco incident happened, I believe, in my sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And just about a year and a half, two years before that, after eighth grade, we took the um, eighth grade field trip to Washington, D.C. And I was in, in a room the whole trip with uh, him and another kid. Um, the other kid uh, grew up to become a pastor, <laughs> and um, the guy I'm talking about was the the son of a doctor. Just to kind of paint the type of of people that I was I was hanging out with on on the field trip, um, and we got a little rowdy, I suppose, in Washington <laughs> D.C. one night, um, because. Well, we were young and dumb, and one of us, and it wasn't me, but I don't remember which one of the other two it was, <laughs> uh, brought a Sega Genesis. Nice. Um, yeah, so we hooked that up to the whole hotel room TV. Um, 
and we're playing that and jumping around down the beds till all all hours and security <laughs> ends up coming knocking on the door oh no like we kind of scatter just like cats yep. shut off the lights get out of the covers <laughs> scatter nobody's here <laughs> we didn't uh, we didn't answer we didn't answer they kept knocking and knocking and knocking you gotta come out we know that you're in there we heard you you gotta come out yeah uh, we ended up not ever going to the door for security but instead uh the doctor's son uh called out to them you can't come in Try the window. <laughs> and we're on like the 10th floor. Try in the window. <laughs> and I think that's a quote from a movie. I don't know which one. Uh, but somebody else probably does. And so, then, of course, we were kind of giggling at that. If you're wondering, they did not try the window. But it, they knocked a little harder. <laughs> and then they went away. We went to sleep. <laughs> but then... The next night, and I don't know if my parents know about this or not, but uh, <laughs> the next night when oh, we got boy. back to the hotel, I mean, mm-hmm. nobody said a word to us about anything the next day. But the next night as uh, we were getting ready to turn in, uh, the chaperones pulled us all out in the hallway, and there were security guards there with them, and they told us that if we played any stunts like that, we were back on a bus to Wisconsin. And we looked at them and we said, that's fine, this is our last night here. <laughs> We're going to New York in the morning. I'll never have to see you again. <laughs> so all is well that ends well. We went uh, the rest of the incident or the rest of the the trip incident free. Um, <laughs> though there was uh, girls that got in trouble for asking innocent questions, and it showed the dirty minds of the chaperones, which was hilarious. But I ain't yeah. got time. And all Broadcasting live in downtown Rice Lake, Wisconsin. You're logged on and listening to After Hours Radio. Well, every time I see the sun Rooster crows for days And every time I see that gal She always looks away Hell, she always looks away Hold on Baby, just hold on I'll be coming home Back where I belong Back where I belong 
past my days Tonight I'll go to town Well, I'm up staring at them good time gals Always going down Yeah, they're always going down Hold on Baby, just hold on I'll be coming home Music taste out of Sucker Creek since 2011. After Hours Radio, alternatively entertaining.